Welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. I am We're Jerry back. McCarty, here as always with Rick Farmelow and Amanda Raymond. Cheers. Yes. Give me yes. some love. Here we go. Got and it. Got today, it. on today's episode, we have the lovely and talented Heidi Hulliker here. Yeah. From uh, Valley Girl, you know her from, but you're going to learn so much more about her. Um, she did this Kevin Smith podcast, which I loved. And you can listen to that, but we're going to go into some more stuff from her. But not while you're listening to this. No. Oh, no, you can go ahead. Not at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Oh, put them both on your eyes. All right. I, I did. And uh, first of all, we have to acknowledge KHTS, your hometown station, 1220 AM. Yeah. Heidi, thank you for coming. Thank oh, you so much. Thank you oh. for having me. We are thrilled to have you here. And we, and we heard a little coming attraction. It's going to be a Beatles story sometime during the podcast. So we're not stay sure. Tuned. We're not sure when, but it's going to be exciting and good. Oh, my music, yeah. And we're uh, <laughs> Heidi. Yeah. We want to hear a little bit about because that was the thing that amazed me was your journey and all the stuff you do. Because that is what I would like to do. It's like a million different things. <laughs> and so just kind of run us through the history of Heidi Holliker. Wow, that that's a that's a heavy question. Um, well, I did Valley Girl. I did a whole lot of eighties. I was I the eighties gal. Are you listening to angst in my pants? Angst, angst in, in my, my pants. Who's yes. on the soundtrack of Valley Girl? Well, let's go right into that because the soundtrack. Martha Coolidge. Uh, Love her. Our director of Valley Girl. Weird science. She came to us. Yes. Yeah, she came to us. Um, we were shooting. Well, we shot the movie in four weeks and two days. Oh my God. Very quick. Very Oops. low budget. Two hundred seventy-five thousand. For the wow. movie, yeah. Wow. But she, yeah, that's it. And she, she's amazing. But she said, "Hey, there's this." She showed us this newspaper. Cause she was working on the soundtrack, and she was preparing it for years because she was going to do this whole kind of music thing before Valley Girl came up. So she, she showed us this picture in the paper of this the cutest guy, and said, "We really want to get this guy. He's an amazing <laughs> singer." Uh-huh. And we said, "Yeah, he's really hot." And it was Sting. And Whoa, she couldn't cool. she couldn't get him to do uh, the soundtrack. But the soundtrack, they thought Atlantic thought, who released the film, thought that it was it wasn't gonna do anything. Right. So they did an L P with the same six songs on both sides. Oh, it was so yeah. that soundtrack. Well, yeah. And Sparks was with Atlantic Records at the time. Oh really? That's why they're But the Plim Souls, we actually uh, in the Yeah, in I love the, the Plim Souls. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, Plim it's Souls. a great song. Jo- Josie Cotton, are you yeah. Johnny, are you queer? One of my yeah. favorites. Yeah. 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 You listen to that too much, Jerry. A lot. He listens to it a lot, okay. Well the Plim Souls were amazing and yeah. a, a little quick story about them. We were we were shooting at the Central, which is turned into the Viper Room. And oh, wow. Oh, we, Depp's Club. Yeah, yeah, well, it wasn't then. And it was... We he was were, 21 Jump Street, not even, right? He wasn't... Was he then? No, I don't think so. 82? Oh, yeah, this is before, yeah. And yeah. we were... Dre- our, our dressing room was literally um, the basement with a dirt floor. It was us and the Plimsolls getting oh, dressed together. Wow. So, and they were really cute. And <laughs> so that was our dressing room, literally. That We had no... We had no trailers. I mean, it was completely yeah. guerrilla filmmaking. We had no, not, we had, oh, we had a makeup so artist. Good. We had hair, which was uh-huh. good. Uh-huh. That is what I loved about that movie because that was in the time when I would go to movies all the time, and Valley Girl was. It was kind of like 
the trailer was Valley Girl, but then that movie was so awesome with all the music and like the underside. The underside, uh, yeah. Valley yeah. Girls versus the. It was so good. Well, thank you. Well, when we were when we were doing the club scene, and we were uh, Julie and I were I played Stacy, and Julie and I were being dragged. Well, I was being dragged. She was happily walking into the rock club, and they were actually frisking us. So when you see me scream, it's and the guy was it's like real, grabbing yeah. my boobs, and it was all over. And yeah. and um, and actually, uh, Ramon Estevez was an extra in that scene. Really? Uh, Charlie and um, Charlie's brother. Uh-huh. And he he was bald, and he poured. You'll see him. He pours a drink. I think he's the one. I think he's the one that pours the drink over his head and straws fly off. Wow. I think that's the one. But he did. He when someone falls into our table, and I jump up like very very prissy, and I'm very right. you know, God forbid I have to sit down again on <laughs> wet. Uh-huh. And um, and he was the one who pushed into the table. Uh-huh. So I don't know if he was the one with the straws going off his head, but he was he was so sweet. And that was uh, Emilio and Charlie's. I hate to do this, Heidi, but we have to go to our first commercial. We we, we make so much money, so it's worth it. (laughs) We're going to hear more about Valley Girl and then all the other stuff. You are going to be amazed. Stick around. Rick's Martini Bar. We are back. And better than ever. And better than ever. So it's been the soundtrack. Or this actually song isn't part of the soundtrack, but it's part of the Sparks album, so whatever. Anyway, (laughs) but but, uh, we're back and... uh, Let's keep going with Heidi. More stories. More stories. More stories. Let me just quickly, just we're going to talk about Valley Girl some more, but Heidi has been in Twisted Sister video commercials, right? No, 30. 30 30 commercials. Well, I got so many questions, and we have John Mellencamp's first video. (laughs) John Mellencamp. Oh, Mm -hmm. the hurt so good. Uh, no, it was called This Time. This Time? Oh, I remember that one, too. Before Hurt wow. So Good. And, uh, and, and then uh, her work with Rick Baker, Planet of the Apes, yeah. Lone yeah. Black, yeah. all kinds Rick, of great I stuff. But Rick anyway, Baker. let's go back just to Valley Girl, just for a second, where you you were the only bit real Valley Girl, right? Right. I'm the only one from <laughs> from the Valley in the movie. I grew up in the Valley. I went We're to Grant High School. Probably. Uh, Studio City, which is it's where right I am. It's right in still. there. High okay. School where? Grant High School, Van Nuys. Uh-huh. I went to Grant. I, I went that to is, yeah. um, Cal State Northridge, and I, I grew up in the Valley from age, God, 10 on. Wow. And the other, no one else in the film, uh, I mean, they'd been to the Valley, but yeah. they hadn't grown what, up in the Valley. Not nat- they're not natives. Okay, give me a percentage. How much of your Valley accent was uh, faked? None of it. Really? Oh, that was <laughs> so awesome. That was like the best thing I heard. I it was it. not only real, but when I went in for the role, I don't, I don't think Amanda, who's here with us, who's my buddy, I've told her some stories, but um, I went in to, for the Samantha role, the role with the girl in the club who does Nick Cage in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. And I got that role. Who, who for some reason... Made it on the movie part. Well, they've changed that. They've changed it on the DVD. Now Debbie Foreman's face is on the DVD again. But anyway, so I I went out for that part. I got that part. And then they called and they said, we want you to, we want you to read for the lead in the morning. And I was waiting tables, two different jobs. I got home at midnight. They sent the script. I I, you know, spent a couple hours, went to bed, three in the morning, reading Julie, figuring out Julie. I went in in the morning, and they said, oh, no, 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 it's Stacy. And so at that point, it was like, well, I guess I'll just be myself because I didn't even rehearse Stacy or think about Stacy. Wow. So I just went in, and I That's was cool. me, and I happened to be very so, similar. 
Just for our, our listeners, so when did you get into to acting? Um, I started acting in probably sixth grade, but not sixth you know, grade, really. Yeah, doing plays in and high dad school. Was an and agent, right? My dad is an agent. Was my he mom's your a writer. Agent? No, no, he's a literary agent. Oh, he doesn't really? care for actors very much. Oh, I wonder why. I can't he, they did that. not want me what to be shocker. an actress at all. Oh, what my parent God, does want the kids to be an actor? Seriously. It began professionally when I was um, a model with the Playboy Agency. Ah. Now, no, no, no. I didn't do any nude. I didn't do anything like that. It was just an age. It was an agency called the Flair Agency, which was then absorbed by the Playboy Agency. Mm-hmm. Flair Agency was next door to my dad, the Stuart and Miller Company. Oh. It was next door, so he was he was asking that agent, "Hey, can you sign my daughter to put her in commercials?" Wow. So. I became with I I then was um, a model with the Playboy agency, wow. and this is in the 80s. And so they would send me up for commercials, and I did I did I was Miller's Outpost girl. I did awesome. I was Jordache girl. Wow. I did Jordache. I was Jordache girl. When they yeah. had when they when jeans when they had designer jeans. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I, I got great and, uh, free jeans, <laughs> and I was a thrifties girl. Remember thrifties before Savon? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. I did like. 12 commercials with Thrifty, and I did I did uh, Miller's Outpost. Mm-hmm. Just for our, co- oh, just for our listeners, like commercials is a good gig. We have a friend, Julie Pop, who does commercials. Yeah, she does almost, she's and here you, all the time, yeah. You get like the daily rate, right? You get a daily rate, and then the more it's shown, Well, that depends. Yeah, depends I got, no, depends I got it's two a, nationals. National, I got yeah. a McDonald's and a Mott's applesauce, which were <laughs> national spots, which means that, yes, you can shoot, you can get 400 for the day, right. and then it can air, and you can earn hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. Well, both of my national commercials never aired. So oh, I always got oh, what they call really? buyouts, and they'd buy you out for the day. Why, would they never, why wouldn't yeah. they air those? That's really weird. They didn't air. The, the, the McDonald's was doing an Asian chicken salad, and uh-huh. so they hired me because they knew I could do a great Valley Girl. And then they thought that perhaps it was offensive to the Asian community's Speaking in Val and blah blah blah. So speaking, speaking, some. speaking. Um, uh, Japanese words with a valley accent, and I don't know. We so think it's funny. I was so bummed. Us, us Caucasians think it's very funny. I don't understand I the problem. Bummed. Okay, whatever. And Mott's applesauce. No. Yeah. Anyway, so then I so then I did a movie called Pink Motel, which was my first feature right. uh, with Phil Stiller. And Slim Pickens. Oh, Pickin. awesome. And Phyllis, my mother, is a writer. Oh, she's and she, hilarious. My mother got her first writing job from Phyllis Stiller. Really? really? So it was really a whole, cool. you know, full circle. That's awesome. It was really, really, that really is lovely. Great. Wow. Yeah. To work with, work with those legends. Wow. Well, that is just, right off the bat. Just amazing the uh, the number of people you've worked for. And then, well, let's, let's, let's go on past Valley Girl. Just a quick summary of, of what happened after after that, because I love the production stuff. That, that Do you take a break? All these other stuff. Do you have to take another break? We're good. we got a few minutes, so I just want to just okay. go through okay. the, uh, the, 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 the rest of the way after uh-huh. we got out of acting. After Valley Girl, I did Joy of Sex with Martha Coolidge and did other stuff, and then finally, after 90, I decided... I wasn't really happy anymore, and so I wouldn't do great on auditions, and I took a job at a production company as a receptionist, and it's been, you know, 16, 17 years later, and I, I worked for Rick Baker, and who, I, who I'm close with. He's an awesome, amazing, great. brilliant talent. He seems talent. great. Rick Baker. I've met him, I've met him a couple times. He's, a, he's, he's, he's Rick, like the... Tell, tell a bit Rick, Rick Baker. He's, I'm, a, I'm a huge monster fan of the old monsters, just as he is, and he does, like, classic monster makeup. 
I mean, not American CG. Werewolf in London. London yeah, that's, that, that's the first that really burned. big one he the did. The thriller video. The, and American yeah. Werewolf in London was the first. Uh, that caused, that that created the Academy to create uh-huh. um, category. a category for, for best makeup. Really? So that was the film? That yes. was the film. And yes. that was pretty amazing. And yeah. I was able to go back and work on the Wolfman reshoots with him, which oh, he yeah. won his seventh Oscar for great. this year. Yeah. 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 It's great. So. It's great. yeah, I love Rick Baker. So, and yeah. the, uh, but you worked with him on Men in Black? Yeah. Men in Black 1 and 2, Nutty yeah. Professor 1 and 2, Heather Grinch Still Christmas, The Ring, um, oh my gosh. The Mailboy. was awesome. It was an amazing Experience. That is so great. Hey, Heidi, I am so glad you're here. I'm Thanks so glad I'm here, too. I'm going to like thank you a thousand times. But anyway, we're going to take another break, and then we have and one make, more section. We more have, millions. We're we going to make have, more ones. We have uh, listeners that are sending questions, and we we get We have listeners out in the, out in the, wow. out in the driveway so trying to get so in. I mean, we have so, uh, anyway, join in us. the parking lot out here. Hi, I'm Amanda Raymond, and welcome back to Rick's Martin Bar. Thanks, Amanda. That was good. You got the job. That was oh, good. Oh, man. Well, I hear Mickey Mouse in the background. Anyway. <laughs> I love this song. We're back song. here. Mickey Mouse, okay. The lovely and talented Heidi Hallicker telling us all about. <laughs> and, and so we don't lose it. I want to hear this. We are jumping all over your life. It must be terrible. We should have had an out. We should do like a three-parter with her. We should her. do a three-parter. Definitely. I'll just stay. Just like Lord of the Rings. Huge. Yes. Heidi of Lord the Rings. Heidi. Heidi of the Rings. We have this huge amount of work, and we're like, Nitpicking things, but I want to hear the Beatles story. Okay. All right. well, I've been dying for this. Beatles I've been dying. <laughs> I got my John Lennon shirt on today. Oh, you got John Lennon. Okay, let's go. Well, right. I have two. I have okay. two. I'll, yeah. I'll start with George Harrison. Okay. Good and I was waiting start. tables as I was when I was an actress. I was. Oh wait a minute. You uh, okay? I got a sidetrack here. You worked at the Mustache Cafe. I right? did. The one in Westwood or the one in Melrose? Oh, Melrose, babe. Oh, the one in Melrose. <laughs> Westwood, okay. please. Well, yeah. there was, used to be one Don't in Westwood. Even. Because I was at the. <laughs> but but uh, I have a little problem. Oh, we'll get to the Beatles story, but I got a problem. The chocolate souffle. Uh-huh. Why do it. I need to order that before? It takes a half an hour, you know. <laughs> Every place you go, it takes a uh, half an hello? hour. You charge like 20 bucks for that thing. Make a couple and just kind of let them sit there. Do you want to hear the irony? Is it, it, not only it was the souffle, I mean, it did actually take 20 minutes, but, or so, whatever, but they were always extras. So the bartender would have them sitting around for the waitresses. Give them nice. to the... It, it was... Cripper. Okay, sorry. Back to the Beatles story. I just had to get that chocolate souffle thing off my chest. All right. Because it bothers We apologize on behalf of <laughs> Ferno, who owns We'll the give you a voucher stuff. for a free souffle next time you come in. Next time you come in. It's a car lot now, but that doesn't matter. You can show up anyway. At 2 a.m., there are lots of extra ones sitting around. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, so back to... So I waited tables, as, as yeah. you said, and I I waited tables for 10 years and while I did Valley Girl and I took a couple weeks off my waitress job and then I'd go back to it and that's how you I did. You went to your waitress job after Valley Oh Girl? yeah, absolutely. See, that is like, people think like when you're on the big screen. Oh, that's, that's not reality. You like no. Beverly Hills? No, no, no. Yeah. I did my waitress stars, job. I even have a memory of possibly going in and working a weekend when I was doing Valley Girl because we didn't shoot weekends. So I may have actually done that. But I worked simultaneously. I worked Mustache Cafe and a health food restaurant, Chez Naturel, which has been gone forever. And I'd work day and night. Wow. And I'd go in my auditions and I hand-painted clothes. I've actually paint. I'm an artist. I'm a painter and I design characters called Heidi's Friends that I've trademarked and copywritten. And so that's cool. my 
That's oh. that's what I. We should have a website. We should animate those. I need. You want to animate your characters? It's not up yet. The, my characters? Oh, animate! I'm an animator. You can Great. See stuff on the wall. Heidi's friends. There are seven main characters. Yeah. They're all based on my friends. Wow. Well, we, we should talk. We'll talk after yeah. the podcast. I have a friend named Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody well, does. Well, there can always be another Heidi. There's always a friend named Jerry. All right. Dick Van Dyke had one. Rick is going to have a stroke. I was working at at a restaurant, Le Cafe, which isn't there anymore on Ventura Boulevard in Sherman Oaks, and it was. A Monday night, Le Cafe. It's very I remember hip. that. They had a jazz club upstairs. I used to live in Sherman Oaks. I remember yeah, that place. Very cool restaurant. It was very cool, yeah. And uh, it was a Monday night, and um, I'm forgetting the owner's name, but he he knew I was good with musicians and actors, and it was quiet because Monday night football, and these musician-looking guys walked in. So Daryl, Dale, Dale gave me the table. He said, "Hi, do you take care of them?" And there were maybe four other tables in the entire restaurant. So these three guys sit down. I say hi, and I realize it's George Harrison and Jeff Lynne. Wow. And, um, oh, and another guy, I don't remember. This must have been like Traveling Wilbury's era. It was exactly at that. They were, Late they 80s. Were doing, they were 87. They were yes. recording down the street. Uh-huh. Did I call that? Okay, and yeah. again, because I, I, I wasn't like a Beatles fanatic or anything. I mean, I like them. Right. I love the song Something, you know, but I, I wasn't. I wasn't right. affected. I was right. able to handle uh-huh. waiting on right. them. So I said hello, and they were quite polite. And George didn't drink any alcohol, and his fr- and Jeff dropped his beer on the ground near George's feet. Uh-huh. So I went on the floor and cleaned it up, and George was so apologetic. He's like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. He said, it's fine. But when I, I looked in his eyes, th- and I've been exposed and around a lot of people in my life, in the industry, there was something, I looked at him and I realized that I was looking at a person who had experienced not only everything in life, but everything that no one else in our world right. will ever experience. Right. Yeah. And you could see it. And it was the kindest, most soulful eyes. Wow. And it was just a moment. And he was so, the kindness, you could feel it. It went. It was visceral. And, and I waited on them and they, they paid and tipped. And then he went to the door and he opened, there was a glass door to leave, and he opened the door, he turned around, and he looked at me, and he said, thanks a lot. And with this moment in time that felt like it was five hours. Wow. And I, I looked at him, I said, I don't know what I said, you're, you're welcome, and good night. But it was this, just this, you could feel it through your soul, and it's never left me, and I've always, is, it, it was awesome. so beautiful, his, his essence, I've never met anyone in my life who had, such complete peace in himself to just... It, it was amazing. That's really cool. It, uh, Ringo. I want to hear the Ringo story also. It's a good capper. So Ringo, so I was at a, an industry Thanks, party Ringo. with my folks, and I, there's Ringo. Ringo, ac- Ringo, Ringo action Ringo figure. Statue. Ringo action figure. I got a Ringo action figure. George Harrison Ringo. Well, yeah, it was at, I, I don't remember the person's name, but it was this gorgeous house up in the hills, a music producer who threw lavish parties, and my folks and I went together, and um, and I was acting, and I was and I was uh, had started painting, and he just done um, a two-person show in at a gallery in Beverly Hills, so I was in the mode of I'm an actress, artist, right. actress, artist, right, right. you know. Yeah. So I was. Um, 
I remember I was walking with my dad up up these stairs, and at the landing of the stairs was this huge throne-like chair that Ringo was sitting in, and Barbara Bach was there. He wasn't wearing a crown, was he? No, that's really no. Overkill. People, were, overkill. People, okay. people were gathered around him, and then my dad said, we're going to go say hello. I said, fine. And again, I'm cool with whatever. Yeah, right. And so I, we went up, and my dad said, hello, I'm... Stu Miller and blah 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 and this is my daughter Heidi and he looked at me and he said oh what do you do and I said well I'm I'm an actress and I'm a painter and I just had a two person show in Beverly Hills and then a moment went by and I said and what do you do yeah. And he, uh, he, his mouth dropped. Obviously, I was kidding, but um, you know, his mouth dropped because no one on, has, has ever, ever said, said that, that yeah. right. before. And then he got it. And he started laughing hysterically. But it was just, it was That's so great. throwaway. Like, and, and what do you do? Yeah. Very quick thinking. Well, that, that is that. great. That's and a great Heidi, story. Yeah. Thank you for being with Are us. We done? Are we done? I oh, there's so it. much I would, more. And I, and I have to do a couple of plugs. And I would much more listen to you. But I kind of have to do. Well, this. thank Sorry. you for having me. It was and I apologize to our listeners who send in questions. I asked them who, what their favorite quote in part of Valley Girl was, and just got We can do it next time. We'll get into it next time. Yeah, we'll can do you like come a, back? We'll do I would we'll come to you. love to come back. And, cool. uh, okay. uh, we'll go to, uh, no, we can't go to Mustache. We can't go to Mustache. We can do a remote there. We'll go in the, whatever it is now, we'll go there. It's probably a Starbucks more than likely. And the Pellegrino are quite good. I will come back. Okay, good, 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 good. So, so anyway, uh, I uh, once again, KHTS twelve twenty, your hometown station, www.hometownstation.com, and you can download this episode and all the past episodes at the iTunes Store. Just four ninety five. Rick's Martini Bar. It's right? entirely free, except the Heidi one, ten dollars. <laughs> They're finally going to get uh, some You can money. go to our website too at www.mccartymetro.com. Also, our sponsor is SportsMemorabilia.com. Thousands of pieces of autographed sports memorabilia signed with letters of authenticity. Yeah, you can only buy the letters of authenticity, not the I actual to, items. I need to say authenticity before the, mar- the martinis. We should have done these before. Yeah, yeah we definitely should have done these spots earlier. Tell them you heard about us at Rick's Martini Bar, www.com. PBICreative.com. Nice and slow, Jerry. And, and for, no, I'm good. I'm kind of rushing because I want to have more Heidi, less <laughs> Less Jerry. More That's Heidi, what I think. Heidi. More Heidi, less, <laughs> yeah. less and, and so anyway, all, we have so many responses, but I'm just, I'm, I'm going to, on the fly, edit one of the, we had people send in their quotes and stuff, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to edit one of them for the Valley Girl, okay? Heidi's from the Valley. Fred's not. He's cool. She's hot. Heidi Halika, thank you for joining us at Rick's Martini Bar. Cheers, everyone. And we will see you next week for another episode of Rick's Martini Bar. Yay, you like? You happy? That was awesome. I didn't even incriminate myself and say that I did. Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. Joke, a touch of